0: This is Think Smart with TMFG, your weekly podcast of what's newsworthy and relevant to everyday Canadians, with your host, Senior Financial Advisor Rob McClelland and Mike Connan of Asante Capital Management. This week on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing 10 things that you absolutely need to stop doing.
1: This is this, your new re- nearest resolutions, are they?
0: Well, Mike, I was out for my walk this morning and sometimes my greatest ideas and ins- inspirations come from my in my morning walk. I do a you know, a 40 to 50 minute walk every day. I try and, try and change the route today I did a route I've probably never done before a couple of zigs, a couple of zags, and I came up with this idea of, of 10 things that our clients keep doing and they need to stop doing. And I'm gonna call it our Christmas gift to our clients. This podcast is probably gonna come out a couple of days before the big day on December 25th or 24th for those who celebrate a day early. So let's get started. Number one is to stop living beyond your means.
1: That's, a, that's what separates this generation from our parent's generation, isn't it?
0: Well, it, it's interesting, Mike. We hear how bad things are financially for people. That's the news that we're getting all the time. Everybody's struggling with their mortgages, with their debt, with their credit cards. And, and so many of them have put themselves into that position. And we've all heard that expression of, Trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to keep up with your neighbors, your friends, your family. They got a new car. I got to get a new car. They got a bigger house. I got to get a bigger house. They got a fancy new stove or a massive fridge. I've got to get the same.
1: Yeah, I grew up in a, let's say, middle-income family. And my dad had old Rambler station wagons that were always, you know, 8, 10 years old. I think we he bought his first new car when he was like 65 years old. It was just normal back then. Nowadays, you see people, as soon as they have their first penny in, they want to have the nicest brand new Luxus in their driveway. It's just, if you think of the, the problem a lot of times is these leases that people think of the monthly cost. They don't realize they make $60,000 a year and they just bought an $80,000 a year, you know, car.
0: You know, I, I think a lot about the Joneses and you and I have met the Joneses and the Joneses in all likelihood, have far less money than you think. It appears that they have a lot of money because of their their goods, their things, their house, their car, their, their new patio, their clothing, all of that. We often have a lot of clients refer the Joneses to us because they think the Joneses would make great clients and more often than not, the Joneses have absolutely no money. Yeah. And yet the client's image of the Joneses is completely over the top.
1: We haven't done uh, house appointments in a long time, but back when you did, it was funny the count size related to the house value was almost totally disproportional. You'd go to some clients in these beautiful homes and they have very little in savings, and you go to these little tiny bungalows in these neighborhoods and you think god, that's a bit of a, you know, a beat up old home and the people have a few million dollars and they've just saved
0: Number two, stop buying GICs, just stop it. All you're doing is taking your hard earned savings and tying it up for three to five years in an illiquid investment that's gonna be 100% taxable and prevent you from really growing your money.
1: It's funny. It's the only investment that people run into. And I can't find one time period where it made sense to own. There's just no time period. People are like, well, all of a sudden the rates are up at 5%. Well, what are clients up? They're up 6 7 to 9% this year. So, I mean, you look at the difference between the two. And even this year, when it should have been the best possible time for GICs. If you compare just a standard index to the GIC, they've blown them out of the water.
0: You're far better off to take that $20,000 and rather than putting it in a GIC, and I'm not a big believer in picking individual stocks, but you'd be far better off to put it in in that bank stock than putting it into a GIC. All that bank is going to do is take your hard-earned money and go out and loan it to someone else and earn a better return than you're getting. You have to remember that. Number three, stop trying to pick things. What do I mean by that, Mike?
1: I see a lot of people try to pick stocks. I go through, you know, probably about 20% of my clients at some time in their history, sometimes before us have picked some stock. And I don't sell it just to leave it on the statements as a reminder not to do that again. (laughs) Because it's, they're very... It's so frustrating for us because every time someone wants to buy some mining company, some type of uh, weird high tech thing or something like that, every time I hear it, I know in my brain that it's going to lose all its money. And you can't say that because there could be one that actually goes to the roof. They could have found the next Apple. And that's always in the back of your mind. I've yet to have the client find the next Apple.
0: I think people like, are, are collectors. They like to collect mutual funds. If I buy enough of them, it's all going to work out. If I buy enough exchange-traded funds, that's the new mutual fund, it's all going to work out. And if I buy 20 different stocks that you know appear to be really good companies, it'll all work out. Trust me, it won't work out.
1: You know, the funny thing is, This is not a new thing. How many times have you had old clients come with the wallpaper, as I call it, of old stock certificates from the 1960s and 70s of all these mining companies? And they say the kids go through their grandparents or their parents' uh, stuff when they die and they come up with this big bag of certificates and go, I think we're worth millions (laughs) and they're worth zero. So this has been going on for a long time.
0: Number four, stop being distracted by shiny things. Now we are in the season of shiny things, it's Christmas light season, it's balls on the tree, it's gifts under the tree, you go into the stores and they're all lit up and colorful and beautiful and, and in investing those same things occur, there's always some new hot sexy thing that you, you need to throw your money into.
1: Think of yourself as a fish. <laughs> the fish that get distracted by shiny things are usually eaten. And that's what happens to investors who get caught by shiny things. They get eaten alive by the markets. Right? They're going to get hooked. Yep.
0: And, and, and they're going to get hooked and they're not going to be able to get off of it. And what are the shiny things today? I mean, cryptocurrency, it is the if, if you haven't figured it out already, it is the biggest scam that has ever been played on the world. Uh, NFTs, non-fundable tokens, another complete scam, investments in art, for most people it's a scam, Uh, real estate investments, you know, no money down, guaranteed income for life, it is not like that, it is work, you can make a lot of money in real estate, but it is work, there's no easy way to make money in real estate.
1: We both know if we found a way to make 20% guaranteed, we would not tell anyone about it. It, it's, it. If you had that, why would you go be spreading that around the world? It would be the greatest thing ever. Imagine the advantage you'd have on the rest of the world. And all these people are telling you they have a guaranteed way to make these. It doesn't exist.
0: Right. The, the guaranteed investment. Yeah, what's it called on the radio today? And it's a real estate investment. I, I think of that every time I hear it. I think of if this is really a good idea, why are you broadcasting it to the world?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Next one. It's getting a little closer to home. Stop. Please stop giving money to your kids in their 20s and 30s and 40s. You are taking away their desire to be successful. And we see it time and time again, the kids of our successful clients are not being successful because their parents have made it too easy for them. And they continue to make it too easy for them. They're living beyond their means, that has to stop. And the only way it's gonna stop is when they have no other means to turn to, and they realize they got to change their behavior. If you keep funneling the money, whether monthly or lump sums, you're you're killing their desire to be successful.
1: Yeah, I always remember you got to be a parent, not a friend, and not a bank, right? A, a parent has responsibility, and it's not always to tell, to make the kids happy. It's to make them successful, and people fall off of that. And parenting is difficult we always talk about it too and you know from when you have babies it's tough when you dealing with teenagers it's tough and then when it gets out of the 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 home it doesn't end right the easy thing to do is just give money but you haven't done any good you haven't taught your your kids how to how to hunt right and you got to teach people how to hunt you know what what was the saying if you give someone fish you feed from the day and if you teach them how to fish you feed them for their life you got to teach your kids how to fish I know we're doing a lot of fishing analogies here.
0: (laughs) We are. Next one. Number six. Stop looking at your statements. We have clients that look at their statements every day. They look at their statements every week. They want us to mail them monthly statements because they just can't get enough of it. Your, Your biggest investment in all likelihood is your house. Do you look at the value of your house every day? Do you look at it every week, every month? No, not at all. Stop looking at the value of your investments. You know, the chefs have an expression. Looking is not cooking. And, and I'm going to say, looking is not investing. Look at it maybe quarterly, a, a glancing look at Oh, that's nice. Or, oh, that's too bad, it's down a little bit. Maybe once a year you do a deeper dive into it. That's all you need to. Let the thing grow. Let it mature. You know, what, what's wonderful about that approach is, Sometimes you look down, like I look it down at my accounts right now. I can't believe how much they've grown. And I'm yeah. in the exact same investments as my clients. I'm stunned. And, and, and it's funny because suddenly it's not doing much, not doing much, not doing, and then it just takes off. Yeah. And it, and it sets a new high and it will come back to that high again. Even if it drops, it'll come back to that high and beyond. Stop looking at it. Number seven, stop trying to hit a home run. Investing is not about hitting a home run and a home run means you've got this great idea and you, you throw everything at it. You take, you take all your strength and you swing at it. That doesn't work in investing. That's the easiest way to go bankrupt. Easiest way to blow up a financial plan is to try and hit a home run. Just hit singles. Just give me, maybe take a walk to first base. Single after single will win you games, will lead to a successful investment experience. Trying to hit home runs, you're more than likely to strike out. There are very few really good home run hitters in the world.
1: I love looking at old, old statistics on the uh, Dow Jones. And just if you go back to the 1920s and 30s, look at the companies that are on the Dow Jones and see how many of them actually exist now. I, I think it was down to like one. It, it's it, it's amazing. And these were like, the biggest thirty companies in the world, don't exist anymore. And again, fifty years from now, we don't know what companies are going to exist in fifty years from now. We don't know. We don't know if gas is if gas cars are going to be around. We don't know if these gas companies. Maybe we will move all electric. Maybe all these companies are going to, you know, be like uh, be like the typewriter of uh, of the past. You don't know. And you can't, you can't put all your money on the expectation that you know the future. Number seven: Stop listening to the media. Whether
0: it's you're reading it in the newspaper, you're hearing it on the radio, you're watching it on television, you're, going, you're scan, you know you're trolling the internet looking for investment advice and tips and all of that. Understand all they're trying to do is get you to click listen and read, and the more you do that, the more money they make. And I think the problem which has happened with the media, and we, we've talked a lot about this, but they've been in a, a declining industry now for 20 years. It's a race to bankruptcy. Newspapers are gonna be gone in, in our lifetime. Radio may even be gone in our lifetime. Television has essentially disappeared in our lifetime. We're streamers now, and it's changed. We first you know, we first started going to Blockbuster, that changed everything. Now we stream everything, television is essentially gone. Who watches TV with all the commercials? Why would yeah. you do that?
1: Well news has moved news used to be to inform people. Now, we all remember Walter Cronkite, all these things that were information networks. Now they're meant to excite people. They're not concerned with informing people anymore. And and, I was just telling you today, I'm listening to one broadcast, and they're talking about how odd it is that uh, I can't believe the government in the states has had the largest raise in military salaries in the past 20 years. Of course, we've had the highest inflation rate, but they want to get people upset about this. And, And how could it not, right? And it just they take things that are normal pieces of news that should just be put out to people and try to incite some type of reaction from you. And I guess reactions make you watch the commercials, so that's the key. Number eight,
0: stop not following your advisor's advice. I've been at this business for a long time. My guess is that 18 out of 20 financial advisors in this country have your best interests at heart. Stop assuming that you've got the 10% that don't. There's a 90% chance that that person is working in your favor and giving you good advice that's researched. There's exceptions, that's the 10%. The evidence is clear. Our clients who follow our advice are the most successful clients we have. They do not have any money worries at all. Number nine. Now, I'm gonna probably get some flack on this from people in the industry. Stop hoarding money in an emergency fund. People keep $10,000, 50000 $100,000. i have got a few clients who always have to have a million dollars in an emergency fund. You need to get that money working for you. If it's in an emergency fund, it is not working for you. An emergency is an emergency. That's what, that's what the banks are for. Have an open line of credit. If an emergency comes around once every five years, borrow $10,000, 20000 from your line of credit at the bank.
1: Remember, banks love emergency funds. So remember the push because when you look at the bank model, it's their cheapest way of getting capital. Is people giving them emergency funds, right? Because that's it's in a, savings. Yeah, it's in savings. It's the cheapest interest rate they have to pay. And of all the things they can pay, it's their cheapest way to get money to support all the all the liabilities they have, or all the debts, all the let's say mortgage they put out. It's their cheapest way of funding is those emergency funds. So you're giving their bank their biggest means of property or profit by having that emergency fund.
0: When I was in my 40s, I started to build up a wine collection and I had a rack in our basement. Now, it wasn't all properly sealed and all of that, but it was in the basement, it was pretty cool, and I started buying these bottles of wine and putting them down there, and I, you know, I didn't inventory it. And, and one day it dawned on me that, why am I doing this? I, 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 I almost made the wine off limits. Because it's, oh, it's in my wine storage unit. So I'd, I'd keep going to the liquor store. And one day I finally just said, you know what? The liquor store is my wine cellar. I can go down. I can be there in 10 minutes. And I can choose from all the greatest wines in the world. And a lot of them now have a rating that tells me how good they are. And whatever money I have that I can afford to buy, I can put it into that wine. Same with an emergency fund. I do not keep an emergency fund. I I, I don't. I just, I never have. Yeah. And it works. Do you keep an emergency fund? No.
1: I keep enough cash to cover my bills for a month. Right. You know, a month, maybe a month and a half or two months. uh, So I'm not uh, trying to move things. You like to move things between accounts more than I do. I do.
0: (laughs) If I need money, I'll borrow from the line of credit for three days. Like, it's not a big issue for me. Yeah. You need to have access to credit. I always tell my kids, make sure someone offers you a free credit card, free line of credit, take it. You never know when you might need it. Just don't use it too often. Okay, number 10. And this is a tricky one, but stop not devoting any time to your financial situation. Your financial situation is your future. Whether you're 20 years old, 40 years old, 60 years old, or 70 years old, your financial situation is important for your future. It helps to secure your future. It deserves at least minimum six hours a year. Yeah. Is six hours a year reasonable, Mike?
1: It's reasonable. The problem with these podcasts is we're preaching to the converted. So <laughs> people who are generally listen to these podcasts usually come in for meetings and like to meet regularly. It's But it's frustrating. If you have kids and you have things and they haven't met with their advisor... This is some stuff to put to your friends and family and go and say to them, hey, you know, you should be sitting down with your advisor and at least meeting twice a year and spending a few hours looking at your own financial situation. It's one of the most important things in your life. It's going to take care of you through your old age. It's going to make sure you have a happy retirement where you can travel, you can do things you want. If you need to help out your family, you can help out your family. It's all based on the time you put in to make sure you're getting set for that. And we're asking all these people, because you guys are great, all you converted people who are listening to these podcasts, talk to friends and family and just say, hey, have you talked to, There's, as we said, there's a lot of good people out there. I mean, obviously talk to us, but I mean, there's other great advisors out there. So make sure they're at least talking to someone. And if they don't have anyone who's great in their life, have them talk to us.
0: I actually think the best Christmas gift that you could give to your friends, your family members the Joneses, is send them this podcast. This podcast alone is probably worth it because I can tell you most of them are making six or seven of these mistakes. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy And have a merry, merry Christmas.
1: You've been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.